daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked on Rays, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked on Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, and online at fanstreamsports.com. We're also on YouTube as well, so be sure to check us out there. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays. And we always, always welcome your emails as well. Got a couple the other day. Uh, Locked on Rays at gmail.com. Well, your Tampa Bay Rays split the four-game weekend series against the Detroit Tigers, winning the first two but dropping the next two. Uh, the Rays stand right now at 92 and 58, six and a half games up on the Red Sox in the AL East. Ulysses, it is a Monday, which means it's time for our takeaways, observations, and what we learned from the Rays baseball weekend. What do you got? We have a lot to get through. So I'm going to try to not ramble on as okay. I usually do. So number one, a big, big shout out, big thank you to Braden Wilbur, mm-hmm. uh, a very special 12 year old who we met over the weekend, Kevin, uh, who loves the race and, and, and he loves the podcast and we got to interact with him and his father, Brian, uh, who lived like three hours away. And, and so what a cool thing to do, uh, for, for his son. And I just wanted to give them a shout out cause I think we, we spent a, a really good time with them. Yeah, it really was great and great to hear Rays fans coming from far and wide to yeah. attend a game over the weekend. And we were humbled, flattered to uh, want to get to meet some listeners. And I, I think we were even asked to take an autograph or two. That that might have been a first there for us. So <laughs> and, and we always say this, you know. Don't be shy about reaching out to us. Not at all. I mean, we we have fun meeting pe- people at the at the trap and and talking baseball. I think it's fantastic, yeah. especially that Budweiser porch. You can sit down, enjoy a couple innings, talk baseball, which is what we really enjoy to do, Kevin. Because right. if we didn't, we wouldn't be doing this. So, so to always approach us. It's fine. Let me say this: Saturday, we yeah. are going to the game. Correct. Yes. yes, we are against the Marlins. So, if there are any listeners out there that want to chat and interact with us during a portion of that game, again, just reach out to us: email, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it may be, and we can designate an inning. Hey, yeah, third inning, fourth inning. We'll see you up there. We'll chat for a little bit, and then. We can go our separate ways, go to our seats and, and move along there. So don't be don't be shy whatsoever. And hopefully we we made a, a person or two's weekend over the weekend. Yeah, that that, that, that was nice. They, you know, Braden made our weekend. So yeah. thank you, Braden. And thank you, uh, Brian. You know, talking about that Saturday experience at the ballpark uh, and Sunday, too. I, I went to Sunday. A buddy of ours, Brandon Holcher, invited uh, me to the game. So I couldn't say no to that. Um, so yeah, I, I think your significant other wasn't too pleased that <laughs> I did double dip, baseball. double dipped, double yeah. dipped. I took Saturday and Sunday. Uh, but that, uh, you know, experience at the trop both days, what a great crowd mm-hmm. it was uh, in St. Pete. Uh, we did get over the 60,000 prop bet. I yes. believe it was 65,000 over the weekend, um, in the four game series. So, Great to see people yes. showing up. Love that. Uh, having said that, you know, when you're there and 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 they make a good catch and and people are are clapping and and screaming and they make some noise and everything mm-hmm. is going really well, 
you can't afford to take that out of the equation in October. And what I mean by that is you can't have a starter uh, take that 22,000, mm-hmm. you know, lively crowd out of it in the first inning. That That is just a recipe for disaster. And that's what happened on Saturday. So that concerns me. I, I believe the trop will be rocking in October, but you can't have a starter that just will put you in a hole after two innings for zero. I feel like that's something that we got to talk about because it leads into my next argument of the Rays are 35 and 34 in games decided by one, uh, by two runs or fewer, sorry, Mm -hmm. by two runs or fewer, 35 and 34. That's, that's concerning in October. You're not going to play bloodbath games. Yeah. There might be one or two. So sure. Have your fun um, in those, but most of the time they're really good teams paired up and they're going to go, Head to head, two runs, three runs. So you have to win close games. The Rays are barely above 500 yeah. in those. So, having said that, are you concerned uh, with with the Rays' record in in close tight games? I think there is something to be said for that, and we do know on the flip side how many comeback wins they've had and walk offs and the heroics of Brett Phillips. But I feel like you can only go to the wells so much with that. You can't rely consistently, particularly when you get into the playoffs. Oh, we're down four, one, we're down five, one, we're down seven, one. We can pull this thing out. I mean, you're right. clearly never going to give up. You're going to keep fighting and fighting and fighting. Uh, but those opportunities and those chances, the competition, things tighten up a little bit. Yeah. So I do think it's something that has that has some merit and warrant to it. Plus the, well, I guess in the playoffs, don't the extra inning rules go back to normal. Correct. So okay. no man, Fred runner, none yeah. of that. Cause um, the Rays have struggled in those situations as well. They have, they have. And so maybe that's a positive to look forward to in, in, in the playoffs. But again, do you really yeah. want to get into the mess of extra innings in the playoffs? Obviously I yeah. don't, I don't think that's, that's any, um, any team's strategic plan. Let's get to the 12th inning and yeah. then we'll get them. Uh, so that, that's a little bit of a concern to me, the, 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 the tight games, not being the race way, mm-hmm. um, yeah, looking up into the big picture. I understand the magic number is three to clinch the playoffs. That should come uh, soon enough. Hopefully right. six to clinch the division. Okay. That'll take a little bit more time. There are 12 games left eight and 10 record in September. Yeah. And this is what, what I wanted to focus on eight and 10. We always talked about if the Rays go 500, 500 at the worst case scenario. I always looked at 500 as the worst case scenario for this team. Eight and 10, they're close, but that's still below 500. So with 12 games left and Houston and the Yankees sucking up six of those games. And honestly, I can put the Blue Jays there. So nine games against good teams. uh, It would be nice for them to start heating up again. I'm not I'm not jumping off any cliff six and a half in the division. But I feel like this is the week where you're like, okay, we took kind of a week off of being, you know, just a normal ball club, a 500 ball club. Now let's go for it. Now let's go get it. Mm -hmm. Put punch, punch the pedal. I think, and you haven't called out his name, but you're referring to Ryan Yarbrough, the mess that he made to start Saturday before pulling things together. And I think retiring, 13 batters in a row somewhere around that metric 
as we will discuss later on in this program, I think the Rays are maybe putting their foot down and saying, Ryan Yarbrough, we may not use you to start a playoff game. We may have another option that just got called up and will be making his major day major league debut tonight. Yeah, because again, you can't put your team in a hole so quickly. Mm -hmm. It's the Yarb special, the three run bomb in the first. I've gone to three games. (laughs) I've gone to three games, Kevin, where that has happened legitimately. So, uh, you know, it's just not great to, to just suck out the energy from the crowd so quickly. You can't do that in October. Those yellow towels, those, those get to players. Mm -hmm. It's just a different atmosphere. So, when when you help the other team, the visiting team, take out that what is it the the is it the thirteenth man or the twelfth man in football? What is it? Twelfth man. Twelfth man. Yeah, 12th man, yeah the, the crowd. Um, you can't do that. You so so you you. I I really hope. Look, good for Yarbs for for getting through to it, but I do have to put a little bit of an asterisk on him getting better. Number one. It's not a playoff team. It's the Tigers. So, you know, let's not, you know, oh my gosh, the celebration of retiring the last 14 out of, you know, it's, you know, okay. (laughs) And number two, uh, you know, when you have a full run lead, what do uh, most teams do? Yeah. They relax. They, you know, it's just, you know, normal. You have a full run lead. You're maybe your at bats are not going to be as a pressure filled for, for the Tigers. So, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of start to relax and maybe, you know, you, you take a, a couple of bats off. I don't know. I, I, again, yeah. it's not such a like, Oh, but did you see how he bounced back? Do that in July. Yes. I don't care about the bounce back in September. It's too late. It's too late for, uh, for to see the character arc, uh, you know, rotate towards like, Oh, I, I, I believe Yarbs is a stable five, six innings. No, not in October. Right. No, I I agree with you on all that, but I do give him a little bit of credit because the wheels could have come off quickly even more so. And he just said, I suck. I don't have it anymore. I I can't keep going like this. Or he just keeps giving up taters. Like at least he was able to correct himself after having so many bad outings in a row now. Like we've, it's every time that Yarbrough has been the starter, I mean, seemingly the last several starts, it's been like, all right, so five earned runs, six earned runs. Is this what we're going to get? And like even Kevin Cash and some of the other coaches and players have acknowledged, yeah, he's had a rough go of it. So the, the microscope is on you that you're struggling. Why are you pitching so poorly right now? And to be able to navigate out of that, I do give him some credit for that. And yes, the, the Tigers aren't, uh, you know, the 27 Yankees or anything like that, but They've shown they can play a little bit. They may not have the biggest names. They may not have a ton of all stars, but they'll 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 work you down a little bit. I and and I keep going back to it. They're they're going to be a better team in 2022 than we think with that. But I do on the whole, on the aggregate, I do agree with you that the Ryan Yarbrough experiment. I don't want him starting a game two, a game three, a game four. And I think with McClanahan back in the fold, like that's yes, yeah. the Rays lost the game on Sunday, but he looks showing. Yes. His, I, I think the rest helped him. I mean, we talked about how Shane McClanahan, not to hijack your takeaways here, but uh, 
Shane McClanahan, the slider can get hit. I mean, it was much better. It, it was Kevin, just driving it inside to the right. He's getting swing and misses at the bottom of the zone. But Kevin, we're also talking about a guy that was bailed out with the, by the defense too. Yeah. So it's not like he's just settled down and he was just mowing them down. One, two, three, one, two, three. No, he, first of all, not putting guys away. And how many dazzling defensive plays did we see on Saturday saving yeah. Yarbrough from, from a meltdown? So Sure. The results ultimately were there. Six innings, four in runs. That's a number five. Not that's a number five and four, number five in the rotation. Yeah. But enough of that. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm sorry. I've got a soft spot for Yarbrough. He's a he's a local mm -hmm. kid playing for the local team. Like that's that's I love that, but not in the playoffs. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. And you know what? He we might not even have this conversation if Tyler Glass now is healthy. He might have been knocked yeah. out long ago. I mean, if the Rays are making accommodations for Dietrich ends. Yeah, you know, th this is that is the point we're at right now with all of this. So, uh, is that is that what you got? Is that's what I got? All right, very good. Uh, you know, maybe maybe something that you know, I, I think that Ryan Yarbrough he needs to relax. He needs to move on from some of these bad outings and maybe just chilling, relaxing, stepping back. Okay, go back on the recliner and. And turn on direct TV stream. That that might that might get him back in the groove a little bit. You know, I, I think you're exactly right. So today I want to tell you all about a simple way to get all that entertainment that you love without the hassle. Direct TV stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And what's the best part about this? There's no annual contract. I hate annual contracts. Kevin Weiss hates mm -hmm. annual contracts, and we know that you do too. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Uh, Ulysses, we made the drive to the trop, and usually it takes some gas money to make that drive to yes, the trop. Well, uh, you're in for some good luck here. We have an incredible app that everyone who buys gas and has to make that trek to the trop needs to know about. That's Get Upside. You can make up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time you fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code BASEBALL uh, for MLB and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. Uh, that means you can get up to 50 cents cash back on all that. So don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free and use the promo code BASEBALL uh, to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Again, free Get Upside app and use the promo code BASEBALL. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Uh, okay, Ulysses, uh, getting to my big takeaway here, uh, not going to be about Yucky Yarbs, Ryan Yarbro. I have a, yes, the, the Rays did lose Saturday and Sunday, so that put a little bit of a damper on things. But over the course of the four-game series against the Tigers, some history was made. Ooh, yeah, I love history. What, what what kind of history was made? Something involving RBIs in the century mark. Austin Meadows getting his 100th RBI 
of the season. The first raised player to do that since 2010. That deserves a standing ovation. Actually, let me get up here. Here we go. See, you accomplish something and you get a standing ovation. (laughs) That's awesome. Good for him, man. Good for him. Uh, I feel like, man, 2010. That has been a long time coming. Uh, Freshman in college. Freshman in college. That's That's what we were. Yeah, that's where we met, man. 2010. Wow, that's crazy. No, good for him. Good for Austin. Good for him doing it in in, in a club that has completely warped the parameters of what it means to be an everyday player. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's tough. And, yeah. and, 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 and the way that the RBIs have come mostly have been game winning RBIs and, and clutch ones uh, at that too. So great for him, great for him, great for the club to experience that again. It's not easy to do in a normal team. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's way more difficult to do it with the race. So good for Austin. And, and also good for him to bounce back after a very, yeah. very subpar 2020, because there were big time question marks for him heading into the season, but he got right. He got in shape, got in better conditioning. You know, when you watch him and the numbers on the whole speak for themselves, the home runs, the RBIs, the doubles. Yeah. The average is a little bit low, but he might be getting babbipped, I guess, a in, little, a, in yeah. a bad way. His babbip is 250, but some of that may be the fly balls as well. I would have to dig into the numbers a little bit deeper, but he's got a 10% walk rate. His strikeout rate is very, very respectable for as much power as he provides. 21%. You can Look live that. with that every day of the week for the type oh of uh, extra base hits and power production that he brings to the table. What I notice with him is besides the, you you alluded to it, the game-winning go-ahead RBIs, clutch situations, okay, not trying to do too much. If the play calls for a sacrifice fly, we need to drive a man in, go ahead and you find a pitch to hit and you drive it as best you can right. to the outfielder. Or, you know, even something as simple as there's runners on second and third in less than two outs. Hit a ground ball to the yeah. right side and drive in Randy Rosarina or Wander Franco or whoever's at third. So I love that unselfish aspect of that from him. And it just seems like when we see him swing this season, and I can't really, you know, look at last season as a great barometer, but such an easy swing, generating so much power from such an easy swing. And the bat head just seems to be in a perfect position in the zone. Yes. Like he, he has a lot of plate coverage when he swings the bat. And I think he's very, very judicious about what types of pitch he's going after and trying to hit. He doesn't look lost at the plate. He doesn't look like off rhythm. Yeah. And that's the big thing that you could see last year, the body language. He just, you know, he didn't look comfortable at the plate. And it's, it's crazy that, you know, you, you brought it to my attention. You said, you know, he doesn't look as fit as he used to. Mm -hmm. I didn't really see that. I was just like, no, you know, he, he's, you know, he, he looks off at the plate, but I don't, I don't feel like it's, you know, his, 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 his body or anything like that. And then you see him in 2021 and he does look better. Yeah. I mean, and so, so, and the results have been there. So gr- great for Austin to come back. That's not easy, man. That's not easy to accept that a drop off from all-star level to what he provided last year. You're, you're talking 21% strikeouts last mm-hmm. year in the playoffs. It was close to 30 or 
or higher. So to, to have that mental strength and, and, and switch it on. Fantastic. That, that, that speaks very highly of, of Austin Meadows, his work ethic. And, and, and that's great and, and good for the race to have a young player that is able to do those types of, of mental adjustments. Yeah. And, uh, Hitting and scoring position this year for Meadows, he's got a 961 OPS with bases loaded. Wow. He has a 1009 OPS. So taking advantage of those needed opportunities there. And as we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, you know, the the baseball nerds, the sabermetricians, the <laughs> the stat sheet or the spreadsheet guys, the Excel spreadsheet guys, RBI is not important. They don't matter. They don't mean anything. Well, if you look at the list of RBI leaders this uh-huh. season, uh, Salvador Perez, I think he's a pretty good player. Yep. Jose Abreu, I think he's pretty solid. Teoscar Hernandez, Adam Duvall, Rafael Devers, Vlad Guerrero Jr., Matt Olson, and then Austin Meadows, eighth it, in the American League. And that Exactly. That's like saying, you know, uh, the, the triple crown doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Well, if it, if it didn't mean anything, then it would happen every year. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen uh, since Mickey did it in 2012, since 67 when Frank Robinson did it. So, it, 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 you know, things matter just because they're traditional stats doesn't mean that yeah. they're, they're, they're trash. You know, I, I hate going at the end of the spectrum, you know, and then also, right. you know, trashing analytics is like, no, it gives you a better picture of the whole you know what's happening so no that that's great great yeah. great to see austin meadows hit 100 I, i've got a couple other things on this little other cool. notes um and i think we've discussed this before but can you name the other five rays to previously reach 100 rbis jorge cantu uh-huh longo uh-huh pena uh-huh Aubrey Huff and Fred McGriff. Very good. You got them all. Now, which player has the most RBIs in a single season in Rays history? 2007, Carlos Pena. Can you give me a number? 129. 121. Still very good. (laughs) You are a magician, sir. Very good with that. A couple other things here. So, Meadows getting to 100 and let's be honest he hasn't it's not like he's played every single game he's gotten platooned and being able to accept the role of I may not be playing as much outfield I may have to shift to the DH role and that's That's easier said than done of being able to do that especially when you've been playing outfield your entire life ask Pat Burrell if that's Mm -hmm. easy ask uh, Hunter Renfro if that is easy Mm -hmm. ask Yoshi Sutsugo if that is easy it's not it's not and 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 you can make the argument that you know Austin's might not be as fleet of foot or doesn't have a strong arm in the outfield so oh he should just get used to being a DH but like you can't do that to a player like they're, they're not used to it. So right. you can't, you know, uh, again, we're talking about the mental strength, the mental adjustments. Austin has that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin's able to do that. So again, uh, you know, uh, how many players can you, we named what six that yeah. have done this in 24 seasons In 24. It's now a couple easy. of them have done it multiple times, but it's still not, sure. it is, uh, but it requires a, a particular set of skills, yeah. it, uh, you know, posting too, not getting hurt. Good for Austin's for, for being healthy, um, you know, after not being healthy yeah. last year. Question. Yeah. Uh, two questions, actually. Other than Meadows, who do you think will be the next Ray to get 100 RBIs, whether it be in 2022 or beyond? Is there one yeah. name? Who's yeah. that one name? 
I, I got to go with Brendan Lau first. Yeah. The, 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 the homers uh, help out, you know, the RBI category quite, quite, quite a lot or mm-hmm. quite often. Uh, I believe he's in the upper 80s now for Brendan 85. Lau. Yeah. 85. Yeah. There you go. So he might reach 90. I mean, it's uh, that, that's yeah. that's pretty cool. So, yeah, I would have to go Brendan Lau, the, the homers. Um, help out. Okay. That that's a, that's a candidate. I'm sure some people may in time say Randy or Wander, but I think Brandon would definitely be that next guy for sure. Yeah. Uh, does Austin Meadows get a contract extension from the Rays, or are they going to play the arbitration game? He's arbitration eligible in 2022 and a free agent in 2025, your gut reaction or your gut feeling on this. When you say 2022, that means that he's, uh, he's not going into arbitration for 2022. He'll go after the 2022 season, correct? From what I understand, it means he'll be going into his first year of arbitration in 2022. I believe so. Hmm. Because he's played now how many years yeah. in the majors? Maybe you're right. Uh, that's, that's tough, man. Because I, I, I don't think that guys like Austin Meadows are easily um, uh, get to be, you know, the, to get 100 RBS is already yeah. difficult. So the fact that he did it, it he's a special player. How can you not uh, want to keep a player like that? But uh, you there, got you got to know the Rays, and yeah. do you sell high if you're the Rays, or do you sell low when you're the Rays? You sell high. You sell high. Yeah. Austin Meadows is having a heck of a season. So, what do I see as most probable? Him getting a long-term contract or being traded? Mm-hmm. I'm a Rays fan. I've been through this before. Yeah, especially when you consider he is seemingly more in line to become a full-time DH. And maybe at some point, a first baseman. You got guys like Randy, Vidal, Margot, KK still, Brett Phillips, Josh Lowe on the come up. Yeah. The the athleticism, at least the ability to play positions or multiple positions, I think Meadows will always swing the bat, I think, for you know the next yeah. half dozen years at the very least. But we also have to acknowledge these struggles for lefties as well. So if you don't if you've got a couple flaws, a couple black marks on you, then that just makes it so much easier for the Rays to find a way to move off of you or not give you said contract extension, whatever it may be. But yeah. let's enjoy the ride while we can. Of course. Let's enjoy it. Um, you know, maybe, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how much more productive Austin Meadows can be yeah. this year, but I'm sure consuming some built bars wouldn't hurt him whatsoever. No, because they're incredibly tasty and they're healthy too. And you've got so many flavors to pick. Heaven got raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, strawberry, cookies and cream. You guys know all the flavors, but you, if you haven't decided which one to get, that's okay. You can get a mixed box and you get two of each of the nine flavors. Uh, let's look at the macros real quick. 17 to 18 grams protein. Calories are ranging from 130 to 180. Only four to five grams sugar. Only four to five grams net carbs. You got to go to built.com. But before you hit that purchase button, make sure to use the promo code LOCKED15. L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 will get you 15% off at built.com. Uh, Ulysses, one guy that may or may not need a built bar. I mean, it certainly wouldn't hurt, no. but Shane Boz making his MLB debut Question for you against the Toronto Blue Jays. Yes, I am. I am an open book here. <laughs> Does Shane Boz get a, a how do you know? Okay. 
this is the, you know, I was going to do a standing ovation joke, but now uh, before proposing I, 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 we, we have, how do we, you do that to a pitcher? How do you give ooh, a standing ovation to a pitcher? As he's coming out of, of that third, fourth, fifth, sixth inning. But the problem is, is yeah. if they get shellacked. No, I think we, you give him a standing ovation as he's walking to the mound. So Rays fans, you can't show up late no. to the nice game. You have to be there Early, you have in to. early in your seats and get ready as he's after he's throwing his warm up tosses, yeah. whatever maybe hit. You have to make sure don't be going to the bathroom or going no. to the concession stands. If you want to give Shane Boz a deserving standing ovation for making it to the big leagues, from going to double A to triple A, playing in the Olympics to now making his MLB debut. You better be in your seat and ready to give him a clap before he makes the first pitch. But Kevin, so that means you, you're going to have to, you know, pay for parking and, and be yeah. early. Well, so are you? You come up with some other creative ways. <laughs> Stu true. got me. <laughs> Stu got me over the weekend. He got him, folks. I showed up about him. an hour late to yes. the Tigers game on Saturday, and they're nope. still taking parking, even near the U-Haul. They, they ran out of parking That's spots it. in the trop, and they're still taking. My $20. So this is how we know they're listening to the podcast, Kevin. They listened to the podcast. They were like, oh, Kevin Wise knows the loophole. Let's let's close that loophole. Stu is now a subscriber. Yeah. Now we know Stu subscribes. To the- Hi, Stu. This is a message to you. <laughs> it's been a minute, pal. Yeah. Good to good good to hear you and or are you watching us on YouTube, Stu? Which is great. I hope you like it. Yeah, on it. Quite frankly, I don't think it's Stu that listens. Maybe uh, Brian Ald or somebody within the front office that <laughs> then sends a message. It's Stu. Yeah, it's Stu. Also, I'm sure they knew that uh, Saturday <laughs> it's going to be a record high crowd, which it was. Which it was. How good to see that. Huh? Yes, that it was, was great. And I will acknowledge, I was just because it was such a buzzing game i was quite frankly more than happy not more than happy but i was acceptable of paying the $20 parking fee when you take into account that tickets were $10 yeah and beers you know buds five, Bud bucks. Light, five bucks and you know $5 candy popcorn it was affordable man it yeah. was affordable and that's great that's great you, people showed up look at the difference people yeah. showed up and they even showed up on thursday and friday so hopefully that'll happen for shane boz and his major league yes. debut People are going to show up on Monday. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Look, th- this kid has proven everything he has to prove mm-hmm. in a non-major league uh, baseball atmosphere. Five, since since coming back from the Tokyo Olympics, he's pitched to a 157 ERA in 23 innings pitch. He's got 31 Ks, only three walks. Gotta love a young pitcher who yeah. can control his pitches, command the strike zone. That's fantastic. I also learned something that just makes me like Shane Boss just so much better. Uh, he said he was never as nervous on the mound ever uh, uh, on a baseball game uh, than when he was wearing the USA jersey across ah. his chest in the Olympics. I always say, you know, baseball needs more of an national and nationality international yeah. competition world baseball classic needs to be pushed harder uh get this game to every uh, corner of the world that's awesome to see players yeah. care about the olympics players care about wearing the usa across their chest or their own countries of origin such a lovely thing to see so such a lovely thing to experience as a player and as a fan yeah. so good for shane boss rooting for him i hope everybody does too yeah, and the other thing on Shane Boz, actually, I don't know if he could or would be eligible for this, but I believe his father is Lebanese. So oh, there might be 
I don't know how the rules would align with international. They can, so far. but I, I, I don't know if it's like soccer. Once you wear the, the nation, uh, uh, the nation shirt, then yeah. you can't do another one. You, you can't change FIFA. teams like Edwin Jackson. <laughs> Not in, not in the national, international stage, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. At, at least that's the way that it is in, right. it's in soccer, but no but, good for him. Yeah. One thing to watch with Shane Boz and I've just watched some grainy highlights and video, but right. the ease of delivery out of the stretch, it looks like yes. he's throwing warm up tosses just, and it's the, e- maybe the easiest 98, 99 you will ever see yeah. from a guy from anybody, but a guy that's you know, 6'2", 22 years old. And, and, you know, we talked about this uh, with Keenan Lamb, uh, who covers, obviously, the, the prospects. And we, talk, we talked about the, the change in his delivery and how it has become a little bit more stable. The, mm-hmm. the head is not jerking all out of place. You can see it's just very repeatable. What a lovely thing, again, to see. So you have a guy that not only has a repeatable uh, delivery, which is – 101 for a pitcher who mm-hmm. wants to succeed, but then he can also command and control his strikeout yeah. and, and all of his pitches. He can just bombard that strike zone. I mean, it's just, it, it seems to be the complete package. He's already saying, you know, the Olympics was as nervous as I'm going to get, you know, I, I, that that's awesome. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. I think if you're a race fan, you, you've got to be pumped for tonight. And, and again, if you want this rotation to be successful in October, um, if you want the, the pitching to be at its most elite, it's very important that Shane Boz delivers results. Because mm-hmm. we, uh, if, if we see a Shane Boz who just gives you four innings and, and four runs or four innings and, and three runs, uh, you know, mixed bag results, you can, of course, call it professional growth, right. personal growth and all of that. But the short-term goal is to have your best pitchers pitch in October. If he has mixed results, I don't know how that is going yeah. to play out in the decision-making of saying, you know what, we better just go with expertise uh, rather than with stuff. A couple things. This is certainly going to be a wake-up call sort of thrown into fire uh, for Shane Boz going up against the Blue Jays, who, of course, lead all of baseball in home runs, lead all of baseball in team OPS, and don't strike out. Yeah. Strike out very rarely. The second fewest strikeouts in all of baseball. We know all about the big names. Now, it is a righty-heavy lineup, so maybe that plays into Boz a little bit, plus the fact that they have not seen him at all and what he brings to the table. But with Boz, and again, history, and I guess the future will tell all of this, but you, you talk about that easy, repeatable, controllable delivery. That's good for staying healthy. And also not to go into the human anatomy, but his build, the thick lower half, the forearms, strong yeah. hands, thick shoulders, like that all kind of seems to be in play of a guy who can stay healthy and has some staying power with all that. And I, we, we can't end the show with, without me giving a little bit of a, a joke to the pirates the, the, their worst nightmare has come to fruition folks uh, every player from that trade has made some sort of impact with the rays this season austin meadows tyler glass now chris archer for yeah. a little bit and now shane boss oh man like that front office is is probably having a um, i don't know if they maybe if they they've They've gotten over it, but it, it definitely looks bad, uh, uh, and and I'm I'm happy about it. Yeah, I think can somebody just I know this is mean, but send kind of a comment or a joke to the Locked On Pirates host, like <laughs> yeah, hey, that'd be nice. 
I mean, like, hey, guess who's starting tonight, guys? <laughs> the T, the to be determined uh, player uh, uh, on the on the on the archer player team. to be named later yeah. is Shane Boz, and he might, he very well could, could be, be the, the best, best one of the bunch oh, when it's all goodness. said and done, staying healthy, and if yeah. he stays around long enough. Uh, finally, over under four and two thirds innings for Shane Boz tonight. Oh man, I, I, I'm going with rookie. Good luck, rookie uh, excitement, and and first time these hitters are going to see his stuff. Five innings. I'm going kind of a a, a Matt Moore debut in Yankee okay. Stadium. Remember, five innings, eleven punches from Matt. That's what I'm looking for uh, from Shane. Maybe not the eleven punches because yeah. this is a very uh, very good lineup right now that's not striking out. So maybe, the, but I will give it the five innings, uh, maybe one and run or a shutty. I'm, I'm going for that. All right. Maybe like a Drew Rasmussen start. Yes. A typical Drew. How okay. about that? Shane will be the typical Drew. There we go. A couple comments here from listeners. Uh, Wise Guys says, hopefully he's a plus. They need it. Uh, Caleb L29 on Twitter says, can he hit? Yeah. It'd be nice to get the bats going a little bit. That's kind of important. And then Jonathan Dean Ritchie says, uh, for Boz, an opportunity against arguably the best offensive lineup in baseball to see if he can pitch during the playoffs. Hopefully he's successful as our starting pitching is the only weakness that I see heading into the postseason. So there we go. I'm I'm calling a dub. I'm calling some excitement. Let's I'm, go. I'm calling some some fun Shane Boz action. Before we go, because I know we're running long. Yeah. Uh, Wander Franco, when he was uh, called up, that was during the seven game losing streak. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember, folks. So I think, you know, this is not the same. But it's September, 12 games left. You got to inject some some adrenaline, yes. some some punch to the lineup, to to the rotation. I think it's going to do wonders for the clubhouse. And these same 12 games, yeah. they're going to get a punch from not only Shane Boss, but Wander Franco is coming back. Yeah, and, and we can talk about, I know we're going long here, but I know we can talk about, well, should we, is it kind of tough to throw him in against the Blues? At some point, if your intention is to use him in the playoffs, He's going to have to pitch really good competition at some point. Sure. So if you want to start him against the Marlins, so be it. But then you probably got to face him against the Yankees or the Astros. So exactly. you might as well get his feet wet right now and see what he can do and bring to the table and, and go from there. So, okay, uh, that wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episodes of the Locked on Bets and Locked on MLB podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you on Tuesday.